Welcome everyone to the last video store clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But searching the shelves for that special overlooked movie will never end. The one that really sticks with you forever. Let's drown ourselves in a sea of streaming services and ask the question, what the fuck is that? Does this hold up? And just what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank Roll. I'm Scott Moran. And we're the last video store clerks. <laughs> Bing 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 Chandler Bing I was just describing my ADD. Oh you hear Bing? No, that's just how it feels. Mine is like this. Fuck. Oh mine is like I need to take that inside. And then I don't. Ooh, no. Ow. I think you saying that makes mine kick in. You saying that makes mine kick in. Not ADD. No. That's what I mean. No. No. Now my ADD is like, that's in my car. It's been in here for a long time. I should throw it out. And then I like forget and get out of the car. <laughs> it's crippling. I didn't watch anything all that exciting this week. I watched some of Eli Roth's History of Horror, but that's the only thing that I haven't already talked about on here. What season did you say you were on? Two. Two. Uh, it's nothing I don't know. I just enjoy watching it. Gotcha. Did you ever watch one? I did. Okay. Most of it, I think. But also, same thing. Like, I didn't discover anything new. You wanted to watch that when, like, you didn't, you couldn't watch it. And I saved it on my DVR for you in case you were ever over that long. You wanted to watch it. Yeah. Like, I love it. <laughs> I like listening to all those people talk. But I'm like, I've watched all the DVD features on all this shit. It was on our DVR for so long just in case you stopped by and wanted to watch a random episode of it. <laughs> like, I, I really like... like watching Stephen King talk about Stephen King movies. It explains a lot. That's one of my favorite. As far as interview things that he could do, watching him talk about his own movies. Is that another one where he goes off on Stanley Kubrick for The Shining? Uh, not in season two. But well, so season far, one. He's talked, yeah, he's talked a little bit about, I think he talked about Pet Cemetery a little bit. Mm. It bounces so much. God, it's, it's been not so like long one since I watched... long interview, and that's what I really like to watch. Yeah, Stephen King should do podcast circuits. I would listen to him talk so much. I don't really want to listen to him read an audiobook. <laughs> just fair warning to anyone who's going to do that. Like it's okay, but it's it's also it's just not as good as Will Patton is much <laughs> preferred. Be like, weren't you in The Postman? <laughs> <laughs> don't you have a fair weather wife? <laughs> Didn't Richard Gere go to your fucking mobile home in the woods? <laughs> I'm going to... No. Uh, uh, anything else? Not really. No? I have a full plate. The things coming on and the things I'm already watching that I've talked about. Yeah. I just... I'm maxed out. And so, I'm, yeah, you're still doing Last of Us. I'm not caught up. Yeah. And like yeah. I told you, I started playing Left Behind and then I couldn't stop and I'm now playing Last of Us 2 again. <laughs> Putting myself through all that emotional distress. You know, one thing leads to another. I lean into it. I'm looking <laughs> for something to make me feel something. Really, that's what I'm looking for in everything. I Yeah, it's hard to come by. I thought about that when you were saying it needs to pick up a little bit, the show. Mm -hmm. Like you wanted it to pick up a little bit. And I was like, I don't feel that way. And I think there's like a, a certain element of like emotional action that I'm looking for way over action sequences. I, I don't even mean action sequences. To me, the dialogue wasn't that interesting or deep. It felt like they were... You say deep a lot. What do you mean by deep, though? There was... I can't say there... Okay. I can't say there wasn't substance to it. It's It wasn't too different from what I've seen before. I think the characters are where it's at. 
because Joel doesn't say a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Ellie is the one who really develops as a person. And Joel's uh, character is just emotionally closed off, so he doesn't talk. He yeah. doesn't talk at all. Well, no, and I just I really want I really want to put out there. It's not that I think it doesn't have enough action. That takes me back to my PTSD from like the District Nine at the video store where people just didn't get it. <laughs> Needed more aliens in it. It was all aliens. More spaceships. There's arguably more aliens than human beings. In I that can't movie. tell you, man. I'm, it, it gives me this twitch. I feel I feel uncomfortable because of just what these people thought it needed to How make. How horrible would it have been to work at the video store when Arrival came out? When the Arrival came out? Mm. <laughs> Took a second to sink in, but it'd be really no, bad. No, it would. It well, and I we told Olympia's parents about it, and they rented oh, the Charlie Sheen one. <laughs> It's like, which I would argue is a good time too. Not oh, the I've, same. I've felt so. I'm not against the arri- arrival with Did Charlie. Did they Sheen? like the arrival with Charlie? Sheen I don't think it? so. Oh, but me, I feel like wasn't that around ninety six, ninety seven? You had to be there. Yeah. It was fun then. Did you know it had a video game? Yes, I did. I never played it, but I'd see it like on a preview before a movie sometimes, and I'd be like, oh, that'd be so cool. Same thing happened with the Independence Day thing. They had a game, too, I never played. Very few movie video games were any fucking good back then. Every now and then they'd nail it. Batman Returns. Pretty good. I was going to say now it's hard for them to nail it. Outside of Marvel, that Avengers game was popular. And, of course, there's other Marvel games. I can't think of any right now, though. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the Spider-Man games, probably the most popular. PlayStation. Of all. Yeah. Yeah, it was something that I didn't get to experience. Yeah, but right now they're not making uh, Snatch the Video Game or something like that. Well, no. We, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they failed at like the Predator games, the Alien games. I remember uh, back in the Hollywood days, there was Terminator Salvation. There was a game. It was one of those easy uh, thousand gamer score games. That was the whole thing to it. You put a couple hours in, you get the thousand. Yeah, so it doesn't go either way. You can't turn a movie into a video game most of the time Mm-mm. spider-man they made spider-man games drawing on more than just movie plot because i remember those spider-man movie games were mm-hmm. they were fine for the time but they're not good and i mean really it starts with comics too um terminator was never like a comic so that one is even kind of different to me because it was like real movie to video games terminator not a comic at all i don't think it, had it was to be at some point right well, I mean, but before the movie? Oh, no, not before the like, movie. Like, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, the movie was not inspired by a comic book character. Yeah, there are, we are just drowning in unoriginal ideas. Nobody's coming up with new shit, and nobody's just making one movie. Just make one movie. I'd like to see somebody make a superhero movie and be like, yeah, just that one. <laughs> I know, I saw something. There's something for Harry Potter's, a new Harry Potter, like, series, possibly, on HBO, or movies. I've heard mixed things today, so I don't know what's real and what's not. I haven't dug deep. I mean, if you like it, you like it. I know. I was, uh, I might have said something to that effect when mm-hmm. they were going to make Star Wars TV shows. They're better than movies, so <laughs> fuck it. Um, I had a mix of things. A smorgasbord? Yeah, no TV. You know, we, ha- we have AMC Plus at the moment. Yeah, I need to dive deeper than just... There's ones that I know that I would like in movies that I've seen that I know I like. Uh, there were a couple that I was really excited about. Two of them. Oh, you turned both of them off. Turned both movies off. Uh, it Stains the Sand Red, a zombie movie. I kept wanting to call Sand Runs Red. River <laughs> Runs Through Red Sand Blood. Um, Pussy. <laughs> uh, uh, awful. I can tell you at one point, one of the... So it's a, like a, a one woman trying to escape one zombie in the desert. 
I'm like, this can only go so far. It's one of those casts that I feel like they probably used to do porn movies. I mean, you couldn't have gotten two. Well, so <laughs> something I've never seen done before, or maybe I just don't remember, but at one point she pulls her tampon out and chunks it to lure the zombie away from her. I don't know if I'd ever seen that move out of all the zombie movies I've seen. Props for originality. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just, I want to throw that out there. I've never seen it withdrawn and just, you know, huh. <laughs> like, uh, so there was that, but no. Could you was, imagine if that was in a Resident Evil game or something? Oh, it's like, like Claire's up? just like, yeah, instead of a rock, <laughs> <laughs> instead of a rock or a fucking bullet case. You're thing. like, how many tampons does this woman need in one night? But you got to be careful where you throw it too, because it'll stick. <laughs> oh my, okay, too much. That's an upgrade. <laughs> that is awful. Um, Not okay, to talk about that. No, uh, <laughs> the next one, eighties, nineteen eighty four, of interest to me. Russia sci-fi underwater. Give it to me, give it to me. Super deep. Didn't like it. It was called super deep. Super deep. I thought you were just saying it was super deep because of our conversation earlier. It was anything but deep. <laughs> <laughs> and I can deal with a low-budget movie that's clearly filmed in like one not-so-large room. You well, know what I mean? A reason you only hear about one-ass Russian sci-fi movie from the 70s, 80s. Well, I mean, did you ever finish Sputnik? I remember we had mentioned that one at one point. Uh, I never watched it. I started it. It looked fine. I just had, I never finished it. But Sputnik, I'd give another chance. This one, I don't think I would start it over again. Did you ever see Solaris? Not the Clooney. The original? The original one. Um, not the whole thing. Man, so, not good. enough. Not enough to know anything about it. Really good. It was one of those where I was like, I didn't see the beginning. Really slow. Don't watch it when you're tired. Yeah. So yeah, AMC Plus, there's stuff I know I still want to check out. But those two I was really excited about and then just very disappointed very fast. I know they can't all be winners, but man, I was like, I really wanted these to work. You know, you read the, you're, you want it to work. Yeah. Um, I'm rooting for them to work. But I finished the Pacific. It's done. Never again. I mean, you only need to watch like that or, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Kunk on Earth. Oh, I keep meaning to watch that. Kunk on Earth is pretty good. I watched a little bit of an episode and I think I passed out. Yeah, yeah. It was really late, but. Well, it's good to go to sleep too, but it's also good for background. Because you can kind of just look up and just... And they'll be like, what the fuck? Yeah, let it hold your attention for, you know, a minute or two. Then something will come out. She's awesome. She does so good with just bullshitting. It's just like this constant flow of like, kind of information, kind of information. Then like, haha, fuck you. <laughs> like, I'm British. God, sorry. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's good. Um, and then I started another true crime uh, it's called uh, Murdaugh Murders, A Southern Scandal. Is Danny Glover in it? South Carolina, no. But you said Murtaugh. Murtaugh, no. No, Murdaugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. This guy's too old for this shit, too. They were super wealthy. The rich lawyer family that for generations, I think at the beginning it said like six deaths have been attributed to that family in recent years. And it's like. This series kind of goes into what happened here, here. So he's like the bad guy in a small town drama series. Well, the whole family's kind of shady, it seems like. Yeah, like Will Patton in Outer Range. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Or that guy who uh, led the resistance uh, when the skies weren't so bright. I think that was also Will Patton. Was that him? Are you talking about Falling Skies? <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so Netflix really is doing something with the timing of these, you know, current trials. 
with a backstory of what's going on, what's happened. They did give the creators of Dark a five-year deal for canceling 1899. Oh. But they gave them a new show. Hmm. So, thanks. Thanks, Netflix. <laughs> yeah, you're Try still... Try not to cancel this one on your way still out sour of the about fucking door. Th just watch some true crime documentaries. They're not all great. You'll know if you like it or not. Try not to suck any dick on the way through the parking lot, Netflix. <laughs> Upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's it. That's it. You know, looking forward to, uh, I don't know, seeing what else pops up. I haven't been checking out, oh, what's coming to Hulu soon or what's coming to HBO Max soon. You know, Hulu's kind of dying now that I have Peacock. I do not check it very often anymore at all. Peacock's doing okay. Paramount Plus has, the spacing is just right. I feel like Peacock's getting them faster than Paramount Plus. And I'm not going to say they're bigger titles either. I think Peacock is doing, a, in my eyes, Peacock is doing a little bit better than Paramount+. Plus On the original content, for sure. Poker Face is my jam. Yeah, that's on Amazon, right? Peacock. Oh, Paramount+. It, Plus. You're talking about I don't Peacock? have Paramount. I'm just fucking with you. I'm just on a Star Trek I totally got you. I'm in Star Wars mode, <laughs> not Star Trek mode. When I go back into Star Trek mode, I'll get Paramount+. Plus. No, I was fucking with you, and I saw you get lost. <laughs> I saw it happen. Don't believe me. Don't believe a word I say. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. For a second there, I started trying to think of a way to connect Will Patton to what we were talking about, and I couldn't do it. Upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody wants to make a crazy-ass phone game, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think of Deadstream? Oh, uh, Deadstream. Um, oh, did you have more more stuff you watched? No. Deadstream. Uh, that's that movie 2022 that came out. That's the movie we watched today. Yeah, it's on AMC Plus, I think. <laughs> <laughs> good advertising. Can uh, I have it for free? <laughs> uh, good. It was good for someone who likes to dabble in the found footage horror films. Where would you put this one in your found footage Hall of Fame? Oh, I mean, that's, it's a change of pace. Was it a different found footage movie? It than is. You normally? Nobody, I haven't seen it. I've seen Goofier, you know, but I haven't seen this and I don't want this to offend you, but I almost felt like Evil Dead vibes. It did. No, there was, it was straight up Evil And I'm Dead. not comparing it there to Evil Dead. There were a bunch of Evil Dead references in the movie. I know I just said, but I don't want to compare it to Evil Dead. I'm just saying I got that feeling the here Ouija and there. The Ouija board in the movie said Klaatu Verato Nictu from Army of Darkness. Mm. There were literally, <laughs> mm, I don't get it. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't do Army of Darkness that much, and it's been a long time since Evil Dead too. I mean, some things happen that also happen in Evil Dead. <laughs> so, like I was saying, it gives me vibes, but I don't want to compare it. So, or wait, hold on. How else can I? No, you have to. <laughs> you have to compare it to Evil Dead. But but you don't have to compare it. It was a it was a love letter. It gave a few shout outs, didn't it? Different things. At its core, it was the formula. Little bit setup, crank it, crank it all the way to the end. Mm -hmm. Don't fucking stop. And I liked it. <laughs> I liked it a lot. It really appealed to me. I think it's so weird that we stumbled into this genre of like, I mean, are they all horror movies? But like social media stuff gone wrong. The social media thing. Where like the pressure from social media causes a horror movie to happen. <laughs> yeah, the social media presence and yeah, a few of these lately. It's what's in. I feel like a lot of the times when you read the reviews of things like that, they get real annoyed that they're there. Mm -hmm. And that is our world now. 
So you got to make movies about that because yeah. you're never going to see a high eight Blair Witch style found footage movie. It's, they can't all be. They the would next have to be Blair Witch. Pieces. Yeah, you just can't keep rolling with the same formula. But man, standing in a the corner. There's something to standing in a corner. The simplicity. So good. This one impressed me because they kept going. Like every time <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, if they try to pull back now, they're going to lose me a little bit. Yeah. But they didn't. And they were like, we're just going to ramp it up more. Yeah. And that's how an Evil Dead movie feels. So I thought this was pretty good. One of the jump scares did catch me off guard. This one got me a few times. Because I, if you make me laugh and then scare the shit out of me, you got me. Deadstream is a found footage horror comedy that follows Sean, a YouTuber that performs stunts to overcome his fears. I didn't know how to feel about him at first. Didn't know if he was like super douchey, acceptable douchey. Both, depending on the depending, moment. Yeah, and where you're at. Uh, the movie opens with a backstory montage showing that a video he made resulted in controversy that demonetized his channel. In an attempt to regain his audience and retain his one sponsor, Sean live streams himself spending the night in Death Manor, a haunted house where since the suicide of failed poet Mildred Pratt, several occupants have died and are reported to haunt the various rooms. If Sean leaves or fails to investigate paranormal occurrences fully, he forfeits the sponsorship. After he sets up cameras throughout the house, catches a few haunting images, accidentally destroys a ward placed in the upstairs closet, a fan named Chrissy shows up and his viewers demand he let her stay. Also, she doesn't explain at all how she got into the house. How she got into the house. And I was immediately like... She explains how she got to the house because he questions that, but she doesn't explain how she got in. Immediately you know something's up with Chrissy. And that was the thing, is he locked himself in the house. Yes. You know, he did hear the louder thump. There was some thumps. But right before she showed up, there was thumps, and that's when he heard, like, the children running sound. But then she's there, so maybe he thought, oh, that was her. The two have a seance to provoke the spirit, and Chrissy convinces him to recite a Latin phrase to put the spirit to rest. Annoyed by her stealing the spotlight, he demands she leave. Chrissy attacks him. And then the spirits, tortured by reciting Mildred's poetry for eternity, come for Sean and try to stick their fingers up his nose. And they do. A lot. A lot. There's a lot of finger That's sticking. What... That was the most Evil Dead thing there was. Finger in the... I thought she was going to, like, implant a spore. You well, know what I mean? I mean, her fingernail got stuck in there. <laughs> yeah. I, but I thought it was going to cause something to grow. But no, it didn't. But the, getting stuck in there was fucking gross, too. Gross enough. Yeah. I don't like things in the nose. Also, he got splattered with stuff, like left and right. Oh, the bathtub one was the best. <laughs> <laughs> Deadstream was written, directed, and produced by husband and wife team Joseph and Vanessa Winter. Joseph also plays Sean in the film alongside Melanie Stone, who plays Chrissy. Deadstream premiered in 2022 at South by Southwest and became a Shutter original later that year. You can, of course, as we said, watch it on AMC Plus as well, because apparently they absorbed Shutter and it's amazing. Two for one. Lots of horror movies. It has a 91% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And I wouldn't call its other ratings, other places, surprising at all. Because they're all kind of middle of the road. Like sixes, 6.2s, mm -hmm. 62%. IMDb was a 6.5. I th feel like it went up since I checked it the first time. I put i thought it went down i swore it was a six seven or six six the first time i looked at it did you read any of the one star reviews no the one and two star reviews for this movie were like i forgot i need my notes <laughs> i felt so comfortable <laughs> people who fundamentally misunderstood why anyone would like this some of the other ones were like the sound design is bad i was like are you fucking kidding me 
The fucking sound design is bad. I could not find one, one or two star reviews that had like legitimate complaints for what this movie was. Like they were like, when he cut his finger off, it looked fake. Okay, and just those in reference to that, have a serious problem. Those fucking entities, they're physical things. Those are some of the best ones that I've seen in a while. They looked like they were having a good time. Yeah, they were happy to be there. Creepy demon ghost. The weird like golem thing in the woods the woods dude that was fucking great and i was like god or like the quado coming off a little boy the first time on the bed ah, that noise that it made the, i can't even replicate this the pitch of that it voice. was like quay <laughs> and that's the thing that one was creepy but you're also like what the fuck <laughs> like what is that well, part of the thing with this movie was he is like running headlong into everything so when he first gets in the house he's like Fucking opening closets and like way too fast for me, who's attached to his face. <laughs> and so, like, they used the found footage part to such an advantage where it was like funny things were happening. At the same time, you were like, we are barreling through this haunted house way too quickly right now. And I don't like what you're running towards. Well, even that opening scene, once he's there, it's like this footage was found from, a, and he pulls back and it's like that opening <laughs> script on a shirt. <laughs> I was like, fuck yes. It's so good because, again, it's just something different in that genre. You know what I mean? It was they took two things and put them in a blender and what came out was great. It was really cool. (laughs) It was so good. There were just uh, you could say uh, we brought up Haunted House before. Uh, Haunted House was the Marlon Wayans take on like paranormal activity and grudge stuff like that. Yeah, it was their scary movie version. Yeah, but this is so different from that. You know, haunted. I feel like haunted. No, because this guy could exist, <laughs> yeah. and it, that was the thing was a lot of those complaints in the one and two star reviews mm-hmm. were that this feels too much like a YouTube video, and I was like, that's literally what it fucking is. Yeah, that's the point of the movie. And because <laughs> of that, movie. you could suspend disbelief here and there, even if you saw a bad special effect with him barreling through the house like that, and like just sticking his fucking head, like he'd stick his head under a bed, <laughs> and I would be like. Please don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm attached to your head right now. Um, like, I can't get away. And so that was really fucking effective to scare the shit out of me. Well, at the same time, this movie was hilarious all the way through. I like that the basement wasn't the source. I can always appreciate when the basement isn't the source of the evil entity. You know what I mean? I really thought it was hilarious because Chrissy goes, like, read some of it. He's like, no, it sucks. <laughs> And he's like, she's just trying to get me to read her poems. Well, so you know that that's coming. You know, like, and I'm pretty sure they do that. They didn't hide it. I feel, I mean. No, no. Did you, and lots of spoilers. Did you know that 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 was Mildred? That she was going to be Mildred? From the second she walked in the door. Really? The second. There was a point where I was like, oh, did that, you know, he kept mentioning the camera crews from like 95 and 98, 94 or something like that. Um. At first, I thought she was one of the camera crew, and they had died, and he would find somebody would be like, "Found this footage from the '94 documentary," and then he watches it, and he's like, "Oh, that's her!" Or I was like, "Or that's Mildred." I, I also really liked that the things like that kept coming up, where people were doing the research while he was in the house. And oh yeah, sending him videos. Well, and that was one of my top notes: was is Chrissy a ghost? Like that was the first thing I put, and then I was like, I went through that little thing that I created, like I do when they found the trunk. I thought her reaction to the trunk was like, well, damn, 
so already knowing that there's at one point where like you're saying there's some back and forth but the look on her face is like <laughs> like wtf mate <laughs> you know, <she's... laughs> um, those little uh like flashback ones of the paranormal investigators mm-hmm. any clip like that it doesn't matter how fake it is if you have two guys sitting there listening to something mm-hmm. and that you hear a voice all of a sudden, I'm listening so hard it's going to freak me out. <laughs> Even if it's fucking fake. Oh, the EVP? Pond water. <laughs> yeah. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> no, and again, that's why real life, like, I don't fuck with it. I don't fuck with it. it... Oh, when would you have left? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have gone in solo. <laughs> My whole thing was, like, if I ever do a ghost thing, I believe, like, uh, strength in numbers. I'm talking, like, 50-man expedition. Well, 50-person expedition. Sorry. 50-person expedition into a haunted house. Yes. Strength in numbers. You would have a, a keg party there. Guess what? Somebody has to go piss. Group of 10. Group A. Everybody group a stand over there. with your backs to each other and hold knives. <laughs> Something, though. We'd have formations. Strength in numbers. Yeah, and we're moving. We're moving. Well, I mean, okay, my other thinking behind that, hold on, since I talked about this and I've, I don't think I've ever talked about it before, I've thought about it. So strength in numbers, right? You go in 50, 100 people. So check it out. If the shit's really that fucked up, if there is activity, if if you can somehow get it on film or audio, EVP, that's it's one of those things. It's one of those things. Like one of those things you want to do or... I mean, it's. It, it, I feel like it'd be a milestone. Who else has gone out there with 50 or 100 people on a ghost hunt? And caught something? Probably and caught none. something, yeah. And you might say, <laughs> oh, well, that much of a presence, you're not going to be able to summon whatever. It's not going to want to come around. But if you were to find a place that is like legitimately intense, like a John Malkovich door in the middle of a fucking mountainside somewhere in Asia, the expenses would probably, that'd be expensive. But uh, no, strength in numbers, man. That's my whole, th- if I were to ever fuck with it, it would be something that would have to be funded. It would have to cost $100,000 at minimum. <laughs> it would be expensive as fuck. <laughs> Travel for everybody. I mean. I feel like you got locked into going to Asia there. You don't have to. You could just go to the mental hospital No, that was, No, I'm saying like, just as an example, Asia would be really expensive. On would you go that. stay the night in an abandoned mental hospital with five people? No, five is. If it never had any recorded incidents of haunting. No. No, nope. don't fuck with it. Don't fuck with it. See, I'm not even going to tell stories about when I was close to fucking with it because that's fucking with it. <laughs> it's fucking with it telling me about it? Yeah, fucking with it would be me telling you about how I was close to fucking with it on a couple occasions, but if I don't talk about it, that's definitely not fucking with it. Do you want to play Bloody Mary right now? <laughs> no, don't fuck with it. We could do it right now. Anywho, I liked all the comments throughout the movie scrolling <laughs> along this. Like, they weren't constant. Because that would have gotten tiring. We talked about, it was a spree, how there was so much work and effort put into spree, right? The the comments there. The... Yeah, and easily just as much effort for this one. Yeah, but I like how this one would do the uh, highlighted comment. Yeah, the one they wanted you to see. The emphasized comment. Yeah, because I never do that sort of thing. I don't know how that works if you're like, certain people get highlighted comments or something. Mm-hmm. Some of it was hilarious immediately turning on him and then like being back on his side yeah she can stay <laughs> it got Hold on. real creepy real fast let's do a survey <laughs> and when she ended up being mildred one of the comments was fuck her anyway <laughs> i didn't see that. it was like fuck mildred it was like chanting <laughs> <laughs> no they were so good you know i want to say 
I think Spree still did it better. Yeah, but this one went really far. I mean, it did. She waterboarded him with his own pee. Okay, what I could appreciate, he was turning it on and off. We didn't have it the majority of the time, I'd say. What do you mean? The actual comments. Oh, the comments? Yeah, Spree was constant. This, there were breaks, and I liked that they acknowledged it. And even though the thing that he flicked, I'm pretty sure that was just an older Fitbit. I don't know, though. Could have been what he said it did. He said that that swapped the camera view. Remember the thing on the wrist? It was for sure a Fitbit, though. Yeah. I don't know why you got to treat this like Get an Apple that. Watch, man. At least. Because that's the Fitbit that I had. That was like the cheap one. <laughs> you know? I don't remember what it was called. Well, I mean, you're making a movie. Fitbit Flex? I need something to solve this problem of how he's doing this. Oh, I mean, I know that this movie was just super, it was super goof troop, but a little scary at times. It got me a bunch of times. This was scarier than Incantation to me. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Even the fucking weird little, like, ooh, spooky smoke specter in the hallway. Like, I was like, ah! Yeah, <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. Yeah. Because then he was like, oh, I gotta go out there. <laughs> yeah, you do. And I was like, do. I'm strapped to your head. Yeah, you do. <laughs> oh. Had he already seen that one before Chrissy showed up? That was when he runs into her. He's trying to go out in the hallway, and he opens the door. Well, did you notice the door opened outward towards the hallway, but he kept putting stuff in front of the doorway? Isn't that how she gets in, though? Yeah, she just pulls she the just door open. The door because like... the door opens towards the hallway, and he's, like, barricading a door that's... You're not barricading it because it opens the other way. Not a great safe room. No. And there were two um, hood ornament chain-breaking moments. <laughs> okay. I just want to throw this out there now because I did like the movie, but I didn't like the idea because everything, again, so well planned in this one, right? His backpack, essentials, and it covered the story. Dude, his camera coverage, his little rig that he had going, little custom rig, great. When you really needed to leave, how do you plan on getting the spark plugs? Better yet, are you going to pull the grate out of the floor to get the key when it's time to leave? He did it for the content, man. But what was the plan when you actually needed to leave? Like, let's say, yeah, it's me and four other people at this, the state hospital that well, isn't haunted. But what about when we want to leave? Well, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, those are my two things. Everything was so well thought out, but they, and it can be goofy as shit. I don't, why? I get it. I just feel like it could have been handled a little differently. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, they got the Fitbit. Look, I'm a flick at a wrist, flick at a wrist. <laughs> Camera switch. <laughs> Flip it a wrist. Flip it fucking camera. He got real fucked up when he fell out of that window, or he jumped out of that window, which good for him. That was fucking great. Because at was one like, point, yes. yeah, you're do that. You're gonna do it. If I'm in that situation, fuck yeah. And the way he charged, he knew <laughs> he was like, I'm going for it. I would have probably hung and dropped, but <laughs> that's just me. Well, I, maybe not in the moment, dude. When he had the rope tied and was about to jump out the window, that's when he saw fucking. Uh, total Recall, right? Yeah, yeah. Guado. Um, <laughs> kid. Yeah. Sorry. The... <laughs> it was a good one. The special effects were good. Those costumes. They were great. They were good. So that freaked me out, but he had the rope tied around the waist. When he ran off and then fell, I thought he was going to get pulled back into the room. Frantic. Every se like action sequence in the movie... And when he would like, he'd go into like phone mode where he'd be looking at his iPad, and, and there would be horrible things happening around. Yeah, him, but I he kept was paying attention for to these people. The sneak up behind, but thankfully they didn't overplay that. Thank God, because that camera, other cameras pointed directly over his shoulder the whole fucking time. So I was like constantly looking in the background. 
Well, or it's like, it's an evil spirit, but you think the closet's going to save you? And so I love the fact that he felt something move. The head was in the crotch. I'm like, boom, perfect. This is a fucking evil spirit. You know what I mean? Like, closet door's not going to save you, dude. Yeah, she was all pale, like, the, in the grudge and shit. <sighs> and did you notice she got nastier as the movie went along? Yeah. Like, grosser and grosser. Yeah, yeah. A little more uh, puffy. This is a cute girl shows up. He's all mean to her. It really? Just trying to get her poetry out there. Pond water. <laughs> The pond water is still. Still? I think he read one of them and he was like, that's pretty good. <laughs> and then he's like, not. <laughs> and there's like a bunch of thumping. How often would you say that people survive a found footage movie? It's like the one genre of movie where most of the time the main character dies. Nobody. Most of the time it's no one lives. And that's the thing. If you do have a survivor, it's not really them. Um, there's this one, Hell House. L have, did you ever see Hell House? L no, I never did. You told me about it. Hell House was one that like legit kind of freaked me the fuck out. Like it was, huh, like. Did they make a second one called Hell House, like LLC or Incorporated? Or well, something? I think LLC. That was the first one. Oh, okay. But I believe there was a second one, and then yeah, there's another one, The Gallows. It was it was pretty good. The first one, second one, yeah. Can you think of any that somebody lives? The like main lives, character. lives, and they're just fine. Like the main character makes it through the found footage movie. Horror? Yeah, I mean, Spree, the hero makes it, but we're following the bad guy. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. I would have to think about it a little bit longer. Because like I said just now, I haven't thought of The Gallows in forever, but and I hadn't thought of Hell House, but as soon as I said Hell House, I'm like, oh yeah, The Gallows was one I watched about the same time. I guess it, you can't find the footage if it isn't left behind. Archive 81. Is it 81 or 80? It's 81. Uh, technically not completely found footage. I think I can say it. It's literal found footage that he's going through, isn't it? It's like the House of Leaves of found footage movies, though. It's like a guy putting the footage together and you're seeing mm. him do it. Well, and when I say and it's not that part isn't found footage. I'm not like the guy who's like I literally went to the grocery store right after work and literally there were no sandwiches left. I mean, like that is a literal found footage movie. Right? Well, I mean, if there were no sandwiches left, there would literally be no sandwiches left. God damn it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Literally. It fried my uh, brain a little right there. That was the purpose. From the trailer, the first time you showed me this trailer, I was like, yeah, that's going to be all right. And I didn't realize it was going to be this funny, like, while being scary. Usually they don't accomplish both, I think. Yeah, but this one I laughed, like chuckled. And that's why, like, I think it's fine <laughs> to this is a love letter to Evil Dead. And the climax is just fucking <laughs> I I was giggling during the climax at times, but not because I was disappointed. Not one bit. Well, it was like three stooges comedy <laughs> like Evil Dead has. And then She really she runs up on the pants. <laughs> he ends the fucking thing in his undies, man. His tidy whities for the last like twenty minutes of the <laughs> yeah. fucking movie. He's just like wearing tidy whities. I guess it took. Does anyone fucking wear those? I don't know, but I loved how he was wearing them. I thought all the people who wore those are dying. Well, and he labeled every camera throughout the movie, and some of them were awesome. Oh, the camera labels were amazing. The beef camera, the beef camera on the Slim Jim. <laughs> And then the very end, he's like, Mildred Camp. No, no, Mildred Camp. <laughs> Spear camera, I think. was Spear a cam. Yeah, there were some good ones. But Great Touch, that's, haven't seen it. I think what was especially good about this, the setup was legit. 
with the social media thing mm-hmm. and the disgraced guy. The backstory. He, yeah, and them being like, this isn't as good as your other videos and just how fucking far it escalated after that. That's what I really get disappointed with with some found footage movies is I was like, just go all the way. <laughs> just go all the way. Either like make me wonder the whole time, but don't do the apartment 143 thing where you're going to show me a little. Yeah. Like really fucking do it. The Mildred ghost. Was like it was like <laughs> laughing and fucking it was having a good time. I really like that. Yeah, it's demon. like she's not gathering a family; she's creating a following. <laughs> he gets all mad, like she's trying to steal my viewers. <laughs> <laughs> like he takes that shit personally, dude. Like they're about to fucking subscribe to her He's shit. Still mad about her <laughs> fucking stealing the spotlight when she showed up. Like that's part of his main drive at the at the end of the movie. It's like, no, fuck that. She's not stealing the show. Oh man, he was, she was trying to make him one of her followers. Yeah. <laughs> oh. He yelled like, "I'm the influencer." Yeah. Whenever he snaps, because yeah, he's possessed. He snaps himself out of it. I forgot about that till just now. Um. So I just saw in my notes right there towards the end. It's like he's going upstairs for like the final confrontation to lure her out. The legs in the ceiling. Did you not see it? No. Oh! I didn't see legs in the ceiling. He's. I think he already has spear cam. I think it's him going with spear cam and he stops at the bottom of the stairs, I want to say. And it's the one that's looking at him. The camera that's looking at him. Yeah, the, so the camera see- from Pi. Dude. You just see legs go up through a fucking hole in the ceiling. I was so focused in the beginning of it on seeing something in the background okay, and then well, didn't. I stopped looking. Well, and you said something. Who knows how much was in there because we were looking at the comments on the stream or because we were looking at the cam, like when it would have the iPad with the different camera angles. I, I tried to scan, but really I'm like, pick one and look at it. But then who knows what I was missing? It was well done. I really, yeah. I really enjoyed this movie. And I thought the IMD went down. Don't let it go down. I hope the one-star, two-star reviewers out there understand what this movie was supposed to be. Yeah, who are these snobby people getting AMC Plus so they can watch their Sundance channel shit? <laughs> giving this a bad review on Shudder. I highly recommend it. I do, too. Uh, well, sp- This movie made getting AMC for a month worth it. And even if you got it for a week, worth it. This one was great. They nailed it. If you've ever seen any of those ghost hunters or ghost adventures or any of those, you know, ghost chasers, like there were so many, they nailed it. Just how these guys act. And the old one's like, I feel cold. Like, he's like, I don't feel good. Like right before they do that, while they're doing the EVP, like, oh, did, did you feel the temperature change in here? <laughs> oh, I'm having trouble breathing all of a sudden. Is anybody else getting that? It's like, if you've seen one, you've seen them all. And these guys, they really touched on that in just the right way. Well, at the same time, having full-blown Evil Dead pace. The moments of levity that broke up the scares were perfect. (laughs) Because I would like let my guard down. And then it would happen. Yeah. The fact that you think there's a safe room. And there kind of was. There was. was. He fucked it up. He fucked it up. Because he's like, what's this? Takes it off the wall. Man, you leave the weird rune alone. Oh, fansplaining. <laughs> Are you fansplaining me? <laughs> uh, there at the end, the the old guy, the farmer looking one who died in the bed, or, you know, the, the corner man. Yeah. 
uh, when he came as the sheriff, I was like, that's got to be one of the spirits, right? Yeah, he comes up. I'm like, oh, he's not that scary. And then there's like a little tussle, but I'm like, yeah, that wasn't scary. But then, like you're saying, that's where Beef Cam comes into play right after. And his death scene was great. <laughs> well, and that's also where he's like waiting for instructions or whatever. <laughs> but he's also looking oh, at Beef the Cam. the old lady and he was like making her talk faster. Fast, but then he like swipes back. He's like, oh, God, he's getting closer. <laughs> and then he swipes back to hear the old lady explain. <laughs> and he's like, oh. <laughs> That's what I was talking about, where, like, he would just be paying attention to this, you know, when you're locked into your phone, and you have that, like, you're in your own little world, and nothing else yeah. registers around you. Oh, God. And, yeah, it sounds like if you're one of the one-star, two-star reviewers out there, this isn't a found footage straight horror movie. This isn't a found footage comedy uh, satire, you know? It's, it's a little bit of everything, and so you have to expect it's just going to be some wacky shit. The complaints didn't even make... I'm glad I didn't look at them. sense. Like, I was like, how did you end up watching this in the first place? Because I'm like, how did you walk into this? You know, like, how did you, like, go into, like, a, a like a forest and be like, I fucking hate trees. Not going to get into bad movies I've walked into. <laughs> it didn't look like that. Was, it didn't appear that that was what they were looking for in the first place. That's just... You're like, that's literally in the plot synopsis. If you're a found footage whore like myself... And you also, you know, like a good comedy. It's a good one. To stumble upon this is... They did They did well. But we're going to watch a Riley Stearns movie next week. I thought I thought we were doing a Skinnamarink. Do you want to do Skinnamarink? No, let's do the Riley Stearns. Where's that one at? HBO. Is it? Yeah. That's right. You said that. Let's do that. All right. We're and doing, then Skinnamarink? We're doing the Art of Self-Defense, and then we'll pop back for Skinnamarink to AMC Plus. Bid it adieu because you just don't have enough stuff. I'm going to take your fucking ass out in a month. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're good. Thanks everyone for joining us for the Last Video Store Clerks podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at Last Clerks, Instagram at The Last Video Store Clerks, and you can find Scott at dispatchesfromthepit.com.